Hi everyone and welcome to my Parsha Shir. This week we're looking at Parshat Emor, Parshat Emor. Um, and it's wonderful to be back with you. Last week, of course, I wasn't available. I was in New York visiting grandchildren, which is a wonderful moment of nachas. But this week, the nachas is coming from you, the Talmidim and Talmidois who are listening to the Shir, watching the Shir. Once again, if you want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can do so by clicking on the button at the bottom of your screen. Um, and uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you are listening to this on SoundCloud, you can actually subscribe to the SoundCloud channel as well. Uh, and you can just do that by uh, subscribe. There's a subscribe button and you can just do it that way. In the meantime, there is a source sheet which is available as a comment um, uh, on the YouTube or on the SoundCloud, which you'll be able to download. It's simply a copy of the piece of Nesiva Sholem that I'll be doing or excerpts of the Nesiva Sholem that I'll be doing, but I've given you the whole Nesiva Sholem. You can go through it yourselves. Hopefully, once you've been through the Shir and then you look at the Nesiva Sholem, everything will make perfect sense. I hope so. Can't be sure. Maybe you'll be able to make perfect sense or more sense of it um, yourselves and will be able to inform me of things that I could have missed. In the meantime, we are in the middle of Svira Sa'imer. We're in that period of time between Pesach and Shavuos, um, because as you know, the second day of Pesach begins the countdown to Shavuos. And we have a count of 49. On the 50th day is Shavuos, as we all know. And it's described, I mean, how serendipitous is this? It's described in Parshas Emoi, which always falls between uh, Pesach and Shavuos. So we always have the opportunity to talk about Sfira Sa'omer, some aspect of Sfira Sa'omer by looking uh, during our uh, going through the Parsha, we can find some piece of information which is both relevant to the Parsha and which can teach us lessons, um, very important lessons about our Judaism, about how our faith as Jews should be observed. Um, but in with reference to Sefirah Sa'omer, this countdown, this period of time, uh, which is the countdown between the two Karbonos, the carbon that is brought, the carbon omer that's brought on Pesach, and the one, the final one, the Shealechem, which is brought on Shavuos. Let's look at the, this is a piece of uh, Nesivas Sholem in Parshas Emmer, and let's look at it. Mamar, Moron, Admar, Baal, Beisabram. So the, the one of the, uh, the Slonim Rebus wrote a Sefer, and here the Nesivas Sholem is quoting him, and he's saying as follows. How is this period described in the Torah? This period of seven weeks, the countdown, because as you know, 49 days, 49 divided by seven is seven. Seven times seven is seven weeks. How is it described in the Torah? The way it's described is Sheva Shabbosos Tamimos Tihiyena. You have to have seven complete Shabboses. Now, it's a curious way of describing seven, seven weeks. What, what's, what's the word that we use for the festival of Shavuos? What does Shavuos mean? Weeks. Why is it called weeks? Because at the end of seven weeks, that's when we have the festival of Matan Torah, of commemorating the anniversary of Ma'amad Har Sinai. But how is it referred to in the Torah? Is it called Shavuos? No, it's called Sheva Shabbosos Tamimos Tihiyeno. You have to have seven complete Shabbos. It says the base of Rome, he says, you know what the Torah is telling you? That at the very least, 
during this period of time between Pesach and Shavuos, when you're doing Svir Sa'imer, make sure that your Shabbos is complete. The Shabbosos should be Tamimos. Bit of a cryptic observation, but he's commenting on the strange language that is being used by the Torah to describe seven weeks. It should have said Sheva Shavuos, doesn't it? says Sheva Shabbosos Tamimos. So he says, you know what the Torah is telling you? That the Shabboses, each Shabbos should be Tomim. There should be seven uh, Tamimos, Shabboses, Tamimos during this period between Pesach and Shavuos, the countdown period. The Yesh Lefarish says the Torah, to, uh, the Nesivas Sholem. Let's look at what Rab Moshe Chaim Lutzato, the great Kabbalist, the great uh, ethicist, Rab Moshe Chaim Lutzato, who lived in the 18th century. Let's see what he's got to say. We can understand what it is the Beis Avram is saying if we understand or know this particular Ramchal. He says it in the Mesilas Yeshorim, Perik Chovov. You can look it up there. But Inyan Madregois Tahara. Ukadusha. And by the way, this is a theme, a running theme. If you've been listening to my shiurim over the years, you'll discover that what I'm about to say is actually a running theme throughout the Nesivas Sholem. He always makes these, this particular distinction. He makes it in different ways and he applies it in different contexts and circumstances, but he makes the same point time after time. And it's based on a Ramchal in the Mesilas Yesharim who says there's two different levels. Let's talk about the two different levels. One is a level of Tahara and one is a level of Kedusha. Now, if you weren't uh, being particular and I asked you, is there a difference between purity and sanctity? You'd say, not really. Purity and sanctity seem to be something or two things which are synonymous with each other. Purity is Tahara, Tahara. Kedusha, holiness, sanctity is something which seems to be quite similar, if not exactly the same. So the Mesilas Yesharim, and this is what's being brought out here by the Nesivas Shalom, makes a very basic distinction between Tahira and Kedusha. Let's see what he says. The Tahara in Yona Perishais Prishus Mehora. What is exact? What does it mean to be pure? It means you've separated yourself from that which is impure. You've stopped doing anything bad. So you're no longer impure. It's a state of neutral. It's a state of no longer being associated with Ra. He, he often, in this particular piece, he doesn't quote this pasuk, but he always quotes the pasuk, Sur Meira Va'asei Toiv. It's two different things. The Sur Meira is Tahira, and Asei Toiv is Kedusha. Ach, Boze Adain Lohegia. If you're just involved in precious meora, separating yourself from that which is bad, and you're tohoir, you're not yet at the stage where you can call yourself kodosh, where you can call yourself in a state of kedusha. Kedusha hi madrega elyoina. That's the next level above. If you want to get to the next level, that's the level of kedusha. It's an elevated level. Shenase kodosh, you become kodosh. Kemizbeach ukehechal. For example. You have something called a Mizbeach. The Mizbeach is something which is Tohoi. What is it? It's an altar that you have in the Azora, in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash. It's Tohoi, it's totally pure. There's nothing impure that's ever touched it, but it's not Kodesh. When does it become Kodesh? When you bring Karbonos on it. 
Then it, it gets to that elevated level of Kedusha. Heichel, what's the Heichel? The sanctuary. A sanctuary is a building. It can be completely um, free of anything which is Ra. It's definitely had the Sur Meira applied to it. However, the sanctity of the Heichel only comes about as a result of the avoider that you do in the Heichel. That is a totally different level. It's an elevated level. The Hine Yemeha Sphira. Let's think about the Yemei HaSfira, the days of counting that take place between the beginning of Pesach and Shavuot. What are they? They are the preparation, they are the period of preparation for Kabbalah Satora, for receiving the Torah. Every year we receive the Torah. Like every year we reenact Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and every year on Sukkot we relive the period of the wilderness in the desert when God looked after us. And in all the Jewish festivals, we have this concept of, of reliving that moment. So every year we go through the experience of Kabbalah Satoira. How do we do that? We go uh, to do that through a period of preparation called Yemei HaSafira. So there are a preparation, a hachona for Kabbalah Satoira. So what do we need to do during this period of preparation? On each day, we have to do two things, or at least aspire to two things. We may not be able to do both of them at the same time. But the first thing is we have to be a surmeira. We have to get away from anything bad. We have to cleanse ourselves from anything which reduces our tohoi status. That's number one. Number two, we have to make ourselves Kodesh. We have to be in a state of Kedusha in order to receive the Torah. So the Hachona is divided into two. Level one is Tahira. Level two is Kedusha. So there is a Tfila, not everybody says it. There is a prayer that is said immediately after you count the Sefira Sa'omer. You make the bracha, you count, you say harachah manu yachzir, and then you say a rabbeinu shalolam. What did we say in the rabbeinu shalolam? Kadei letahareinu miklipoiseinu. Why did we count sefira? In order to purify us from our klipa, that's our outer shell, umitumoiseinu, and from any impurities that may exist within us, v'chulu. And then we continue with that part of the prayer, and then we say v'etaher, there's a comma there. You wouldn't have thought of it if you look at that particular prayer. And I'm not sure the Sidurim have this comma. But the Torah. And then once you are purified, the prayer says, and now I can be Makadish myself. I can sanctify myself to the Kedusha Shalmala, to the elevated level of sanctity that I aspire to. And that's exactly this prayer that we say after each day of counting the Sephira, that prayer encapsulates the, the intent of the Yemei Asfira, this period of hachana, of preparation for Shavuos, for the uh, festival of Kabbalah Satoira. And tahav, number one is Tahara Miklipasenu. First thing we have to do is purify ourselves from that outer husk, that impurity which is so embedded in us, that part of us which which is impure, which is tumor, that's number one. Number two is leskadesh pikdusha shalmala. Then once we've done that, we got rid of the klippa. Now we can be miskadesh. We can, uh, we can work towards being a status of kedusha. In order to achieve a status where we can receive the Torah, 
It's not enough for us to purify ourselves from that which is our impurities within us. We need We need also to be at the level of Kedusha. So it's step one is to get rid of the Klippos and the Tumais. Step two is to do the Kedusha Shalmala. That's why it says, first of all, and then it says, That's what the prayer means. So he gives an explanation for this prayer, which was obviously constructed at a much earlier period. It was put together by whoever wrote it, but with a specific intent in mind. that It wasn't a random string of sentences. There's actually a, a very deliberate intent. Number one, Tahir. Number two, Kodosh. V'yesh lefarish. Now we can continue and we can explain. Let's look at it from a particular perspective, the perspective of weekdays, weekdays and Shabbos. So what's the avoida of the weekday during Sfira? We've got seven weeks. Each week has six weekdays and one Shabbos. So what is the um, purpose of each weekday? Each day of the week, which isn't a Shabbos, during the Yemei HaSphira, during the period of counting. That's when we deal with the purification process. That's where we're meant to purify ourselves. Why? Because you're working during the week. You're involved with matters of the world. And you can do so in a, with keeping in mind that you need to purify yourself from that which is impure. Ulam. But you should must remember that the main preparation that we're going to be doing in order to receive the Torah, that actually takes place on the Shabbos of the Sphira, of this period of counting. You're getting the message here, right? What does it say in the Torah? So there's a specific focus on the Shabbos element of the Yemei HaSphira, it's not enough just to deal with the weekdays. We need to have these Shabbases, and these Shabbases are extremely important. In fact, they are essential. They are an essential component of Hachana for the for Kabbalah Satora. Sheva, Shabbases, Tamimais, Tehiyena. She'en yonom lehiskadesh b'kedusha shalmala. What are we meant to do? That's what it says in the prayer. On those days, on the Shabbos, we've got seven days to do it. Seven days during the 49, when we can be uh, uh, sanctify ourselves with the Kedusha Shalmalo. And now he says something beautiful, absolutely beautiful. He focuses on the word Lochem. It says, and you should count Lochem. Well, how, how do we translate the word Lochem? For you. You should count Lochem. But he says, no, Lochem is not a random word. Lochem actually is a clue. It's a hint, it's a code word for Shabbos. Usfaratem lochem. What does it mean? Usfaratem miloshoin sapir v'yahaloim. Do you know what the words sapir and yahaloim mean? Sapir and yahaloim actually means sapphire and diamond. But it's a Hebrew expression which means pure and clean, to cleanse completely. So it's a wonderful expression because obviously diamonds are so crystal clear, they're so dazzling in their clarity and sapphires as well, this jewel, etc., is something which it's meant to indicate a complete cleansing. There's something elevated about the cleanliness of a diamond, of a jewel. And so it says, Sephartem, what's the word Sephartem? Like sapir, like sapphire. Usfartem, you should cleanse 
Usfartim lochem loher esinyone lochem. What does it mean? You should use the lochem, the Shabbos, as a moment to be uh, to be sapir v'yahalayim, to cleanse yourself. Usfartim lochem loher esinyone lochem ha'inyonim hagashmiim v'harishus sheyu kadoshim kekarbonus akroivim. Just like you use the Mizbeach and the Heichel. What are they? Physical objects, material objects. You could say, you look at a Mizbeach, I could build a Mizbeach wherever I am. I could build a replica of the Mizbeach that was in the Heichel. It could even be a pure Mizbeach, but it has no meaning until I bring Korbonus on it in the Mokim Hamikdosh. It has no meaning whatsoever. It's just a physical object, it may be pure. But Usfartem Lochem means that I've cleansed it for use I'm going, to, I'm going to use the physical objects of my life for a purpose that is going to be an elevated purpose, a purpose of Kedusha. How can I do that? How can I turn my physical, my, my material existence into something which is elevated to the status of Kedusha? Not just pure. Oh, it's, it's fine. By the way, I conduct myself throughout my life in the best possible way, and I make sure that I'm not contaminated by any of the things that can contaminate. That's not enough. How can I turn that non-contaminated physical material life into something which is sanctified? I have a vehicle for it. Do you know what that vehicle is? It's very simple. It's called Shabbos. Shabbos is the sapir of Yahalim of all the things that are physical and all the things that are lochem, the ordinary day-to-day things of life suddenly become elevated through the medium of Shabbos. It's absolutely fantastic. And during the Sphira, I have this opportunity of both doing the Tahira during the days of the week, the weekdays, and then I have the Shabbosos, and they can be the um, they can offer me the ability of sanctifying my life in preparation for Kabbalah Satorah, for receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai, which I'm going to do this year and every year. How? The Shabbos says, enable the now cleansed objects of my life to be sanctified, to become ready for Shabbos. For those capable of receiving Kedusha within the Jewish nation, because they've created a, a vessel or that is pure and cleansed, then the Shabbos will deliver the Kedusha into those vessels. They're now ready. They're waiting. They're waiting to be filled with Kedusha. Shabbos is the day when the Kedusha is going to come down and going to fill those vessels which are ready to receive them. Kumama Moran HaKodesh Mikobrin. Another one of the Slonimer relatives, the Slonimer Rebbe relatives, the Kobrina, he says as follows, says the Nesivas Shalom, Kodesh Hilochem Shabbos Amalka. It's something that we say on Shabbos, we sing it in the Zmiras, Kodesh Hilochem Shabbos Hamalka. But Shabbos Afilu Inyone Lochem Heim Gamkein Kodesh. Even the, the things that belong to you, the ordinary furniture of life, the things that you might think, well, they're not sanctified, they're not holy, they're not special, they're just ordinary things. Okay, I've made sure that they're not contaminated by anything bad, but they're not Kodesh. No, no. Kodesh hi lochem Shabbos Hamalka. The lochem becomes Kodesh because of the Shabbos, the queen, that Shabbos is, the infuses everything that's lochem with Kedusha if it's ready to receive it. B'Shabbos afilu inyone lochem heim gamkeim they are also holy. They're not just pure, they become sanctified. 
And what does it say in this week's Parshim, Parshas Emmer? It says, They are the beginning of the Mikra'i Kodesh. Shabbos, every Shabbos, is somehow is the essence of the Mikra'i Kodesh. You couldn't have Yom Tov. You couldn't have the Chagim if you didn't have Shabbos. Shabbos is what enables us to celebrate Yom Tov. Without Shabbos, no Yom Tov is possible. That's what it says. The only way that you can infuse your life with Kedusha, even a weekday, is because you have this engine of Kedusha in your life. Do you know what that engine is called? It's called Shabbos. The Reishis Chochma writes as follows. God blessed the seventh day and he sanctified it. What does it mean? If you want to know what Shabbos is, it's a spring that uh, uh, bursts forth with Kedusha. It is the source and fount of Kedusha in the world. Anybody who wants to be sanctified, it, that is what offers us the opportunity in our lives to reach a status of Kedusha. Therefore, says the Nesiva Shalom, the main um, vehicle of preparation, the main medium of preparation, the main source within the Yemei HaSfira of preparation for Kabbalah Satorah, do you know what it is? That's what the Posig is talking about. Of course it's talking about seven weeks. But the clue here is that it talks about the Shabbosos. The, the rest of Yemei HaSfira are only the platform for the Shabboses that occur during the Yemei HaSfira and they are the true opportunity. They give us the correct grounding for preparation in order for us to receive the Torah again as if we were at the foot of Mount Sinai. In order to achieve the Tachlis, the true purpose of Am Yisrael, you need to be a Mamleches Koenim, a kingdom of priests. By the way, that's a, there's a hint there. Kingdom of priests, the Goy Kodosh, and a holy nation. Why both? Why doesn't it just say, or Tiuli Goy Kodosh. What's the two things? So what is most associated with Kohanim? Kohanim are the priests. We talk about the priests throughout Leviticus. By the way, that's why it's called Leviticus. In the, in the Christian faith, they don't look at much of Leviticus because they don't, it's, it's not relevant to their faith, even though it exists within the, what they call the Old Testament. For us, of course, it's Tanakh, it's the Torah. But they don't look at Leviticus. There's only one or two pieces of Leviticus that they look at. Why is it called Leviticus? Because it talks about the tribe of Levi. It's a safer, it's a book that's mainly aimed at the Leviim and the Kohanim. What is it talking about? Talking about staying holy. Right? Happens to be that Parsha's Kedoshim is talking to all of Amisrael. But many of the laws, but even in this week's Parsha, and in the Lusatni in Achrei Mois, which we, we read last week, Achrei Mois Kadoshim, it talks about the sanctity and the purity of the Kohanim. They have to be pure. So all the nation has to be somehow, um, it has to be an echo, 
uh, a reflection of what is expected of the Kohanim. They have to be pure. We all have to be pure. The Kohanim are commanded, are expected to be pure in order to function as Kohanim. But God wants us all to be Mamleches Kohanim. We have to be a kingdom of priests. Okay, that's all very well. That means you're pure, but you haven't re yet reached the level of Kedusha. That's why it says that he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Va'atem um, tiuli, I would like you to be you, the nation, the nation of Israel. You must be for me, Mamleches Kayanim V'goy Kadosh. You have to be a Sur Meirah group that is ultimately going to be um, they're going to be the Goy Kodosh, Sur Meirah V'asei Toiv. The Asei Toiv is what's going to bring you to a level of Kedusha. Ha-ha-chona ha-ra-uya lo-zehi b'sheva shabose she-mekorim a'ayin ha-Kedusha. So how can you do that? The only way you can do it is by using wisely the seven Shabbases, the seven Shabbatot that exist between the beginning of the Count of Sephira and the end when we embrace Shavuos, the festival of Matan Torah, that you use each one of those Shabbases as the platform for Kedusha. You've separated yourself from everything bad. You've reached a state of Tahira, but you've not yet reached a state of Kedusha that's only going to be possible through the Shabbosos. V'zehu that exactly explains, remember what we said at the beginning from the base of Ram. He says at the very least, make sure that you make those Shabbases each minute and each second of those Shabbases totally complete, totally worthwhile, used to every last second. Because it's through those Shabbases that you will reach the level of Kedusha that you need to reach in order to have achieved the status to receive the Torah. The Shabbos Shema. Remember the famous Medrash that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu and, and, and Hashem Yisbarach, the Rebbeinu Shalom, have this incredible discussion. And God tells him, I have this wonderful uh, treasure in my treasury, in my secret treasure house. Do you know what it's called? It's called Shabbos. It's, a, it's an exceptional treasure. That's what I have. Shabbos is a gift of Kedusha, that's what he means. Why is it considered such a beautiful, such a wonderful gift, such a treasured gift? Because it's so unique. Because it's not like any of the other things that God has. There's nothing else that God gives us that enables us to become Kodosh. Because by the way, there's no reason why we should be Kodosh. Nothing physical uh, can be Kodosh just in and of itself. That's the whole purpose. The whole, the whole idea of the physical world is that it's devoid of Kedusha. Kedusha is achieved, but the truth is it's not really achieved. It can only be uh, achieved by being given by God. We can achieve a state, a state of Kedusha because God enables us to be Kedush even though we're physical, even though we are material. Now, what is the medium by which we can achieve that status? Ah, that's Shabbos. So that's why Shabbos is referred to by Chazal as Matona Toiva. That, you know what he has? A great gift, because it's a gift. You don't deserve it. You can't go into a store and buy it. You'll only ever receive it because God gave it to you as a gift. Shabbos, <laughs> 
the uh, Mesilas Yesharim. That's what Mesilas Yesharim is talking about. The, the fact that Shabbos is offers us the ability to achieve the status of kedusha. That's the gift. It's not something that you can reach yourself. You can't press this button and pull that lever and achieve a status of kedusha. That's not possible. It's only possible because you've got Shabbos and that's a gift. You start the process. You know how you start the process? By being a surmeira and by aspiring to Kedusha. Then you sit there on Shabbos and you can bask in this matona that God has given us, that he enables us to achieve the status of Kedusha. We don't necessarily deserve it. Yes, we made the effort, but we wouldn't get it by our own efforts. The only reason we get it is because it's a matona toiva, it's a beautiful gift. If a person does, then it makes the necessary effort in order to achieve it, the effort that God expects of us. Then God will give him or her that status of Kedusha and that status of Kedusha will be achieved on a Shabbos, not on an ordinary day of the week. That gift is received and is only possible through the Holy Shabbos. That's why it's called Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos and Kodesh are synonymous. They are the same thing. It is a day of Kedusha. That's why it's called Shabbos Kodesh. We don't say Sunday Kodesh, Yom Rishon Kodesh. We, that's not to, you know what Yom Rishon is? Yom Rishon is part of the countdown that we have every week. We say it every day, by the way, at the end of Davni, Hayom Yom Rishon. And it's a countdown the first day towards Shabbos. Hayom Yom Sheni, the Shabbos Kodesh. Hayom Yom Shlishi, the Shabbos Kodesh. That's the whole purpose of the week is to, to achieve um, the ability to reach Shabbos so that you can have access to the Kedusha. She matana toiva. Bechinas v'soifoi matana. At the very end, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a matana, a gift of Kedusha as a result of preparing yourself for it. She imtchilasoi hishtadlus. If the beginning is effort that you put into it, then soifoi is matana. She bechol yomaisa shavua yehudi omal v'yogea lahasig dargas toher. Every day of the week, through the things that you do, the ordinary things that you do, just to live, thrive, and survive, that you are aiming towards a status of Tahir, of purity. By the way, that's a very important status. It's not easy to achieve that. It's not easy to do the things that you do during the week, whatever it is that you're doing, and make sure that everything you've done, whether it's eating, whether it's conducting your business, your relationships with other people, to do so in a state of tahira, to make sure that it's in a state of total purity. That's very difficult. But if you do that, that's your hishtadlis, so that when you get to Shabbos, that person will receive, that man, that woman will receive on Shabbos the gift Matana Taiva is Targasa Kedusha, the level of Kedusha. Ubichlal Tamimais Tihiena, Sheyu Ashabosai, Shekoidim Kabbalah Satora, Bishlemus. What does it mean that they are Shabosais Tamimais? They have to be complete. Tomim means perfect and it also means complete. Um, and, that, and it says here, It says in the holy books, in the sources, it says on the posuk, Those who desecrate it will surely die. It's somebody who does chalal, some form of desecration on Shabbos. What does that mean? That's what it says in the Svarim 
that someone who treats Shabbos in a halal way, in a, desec- in a desecration way, is somehow uh, um, ruining the whole purpose and the spirit of Shabbos. What is it talking about? The original Slonim Rebbe said as follows. You need to understand that Shabbos is an incredible day. Each and every minute, even second of Shabbos, is more valuable than hours of any other day of the week. That's why they have to be tamimos, bishlemus, complete. By the way, that's why we begin Shabbos early. You know, that's, that's it. We, we don't just begin Shabbos at nightfall. When does a day normally begin? At nightfall. That's not when we begin Shabbos. When do we begin it? We begin it at Shkia. Actually, we don't even begin it at Shkia, which is sunset. We begin it 18 minutes before Shkia. Why? So we should never make, we should never have a Shabbos which isn't complete. We're ready in, in the Shabbos mode before Shabbos has began. begun. When do we end Shabbos? So we, we, we end Shabbos when there's three stars, but actually we wait a few minutes longer. Some people wait until 72 minutes after Shkia, not just 40, 42, 45, or whatever, 60 minutes some people wait. Some people wait 72 minutes. Why? They want to make sure that they have Shabbos Bishlemus, complete Shabbos. But there's another message here, and that's the message of the Sabbath Kadisha of Slonim. And that's what's quoted here in the Nesivas Shalom. Each and every minute of Shabbos is precious. And that reminds me of something I once heard from Rabbi Shlomo Kalbach. It was an incredible idea. I've carried it with me all the years. He said, you know, people originally when he began to bring people, uh, those who weren't so religious, into shuls and into Shabbos events, which were from and... You know, he was obviously a Shemesh Shabbos, and everything that he did was with full Shmiras Shabbos. And they would come to Shul, and they would have a Friday night, night dinner, but they would come by car, so they were driving on Shabbos. And they would leave in a car, which obviously is against the laws of Shabbos. He said, people would say, well, what, what are you doing? H- how is it that you're allowing yourself to engage with people who are Mechalal Shabbos in order so that they spend a few hours of Shabbos with you. Better they should stay at home. What's the point? He says they got it all wrong. They've got it totally wrong. Do you know why? Because every minute of Shabbos counts. And if it wouldn't be for me, they wouldn't be keeping that two, three, four hours of Shabbos that they're keeping because they're with me. In those days with no cell phones. They walk into shul. They're not being Michal Shabbos. And they're spending the time keeping Shabbos until the moment they leave and they go back to their car. That three, four hour period, they're keeping Shabbos. Who said that Shabbos is a zero-sum game? That it only works if you keep the full 24 hours or 25 hours of Shabbos? Who says there's no value in keeping an hour of Shabbos or two hours of Shabbos or five hours of Shabbos? Celebrating Shabbos having Oineg Shabbos, recognizing Shabbos. Who says that there's no value? That also seems to be an integral message here. It's not the point that is being brought out here by the Nesivas Sholem, but it's a very powerful point in and of itself. Every minute of Shabbos counts. 
don't waste a minute or don't dismiss a minute of Shabbos as not being as important as any other. And that's the point that's being, um, being implied by this posuk, Sheva Shabbosos, Tamimois Tihiyena. They should be Bishlemus. Don't treat the Shabbos just when you want to have the Shabbos. Don't have the Shabbos just in shul. Don't have the Shabbos just at the Shabbos meal, but the rest of the Shabbos is not Shabbos. Every minute of Shabbos should count as Shabbos in your eyes. That's what it means. Sheva Shabbosos to Mimois to Yeno. Dehina HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bores HaBriya Ba'ifen She'ein Shleimus B'Shum Chelek B'Briya. You know what? God created creation without there being completeness in any element of the Bria. There's no, there's nothing which is total. There's nothing which is complete. Everything lacks something. Everything is imperfect. She called Every aspect of creation lacks something that we would consider to be, in spiritual terms, Sholem. Ultimately, simply the fact that it is physical, that it's material, in and of itself means it's not Sholem. But even beyond that, we know that nothing is complete. There's no such thing which is, which is the paradigm of perfection in creation. There's always some level of atrophy or some level of something that's missing from any object or item or part of creation. And there's a reason for that. In the very essence of this world, of the physical world, it's not possible to have something which is totally sholem, which is totally complete. Therefore, it doesn't matter how hard you try. I remember my father used to have a sign on his desk. And it said, I mean, obviously this was a, a desk in, a, in an office where he conducted business, but it said on it, every time I was about to make ends meet, somebody moved the ends. In other words, just when you finish the list, suddenly you're adding another 10 items to the list. Then you finish those 10 items, oh, Baruch Hashem, I finished. No, no, there's still some more stuff to do. I remember Shlomo Kalbach used to say, we used to shout at the concerts. They would say, sing Esau Einai, sing Mim Koimcha. He said, listen, if I sing everything today, what am I going to sing next time? I won't have anything to sing. In other words, there's no such thing as complete. There's always something left over for the next day, for the next moment to do, that there's something still left to do. There's no such thing as Shlemus in this world. That's in fact part of creation is the lack of Shlemus. That's what we have to recognize. It's integral to creation. And what does that mean? It's not possible for you ever to achieve Shlemus in anything that you do. However, says the Nesibah Shalom, God gave the Jewish people Shabbos, Shehi Haneshama Shel Klal Yisrael. It is like the spiritual soul, the Neshama of Klal Yisrael. By the way, you know what the word Neshama means? Neshama comes from the word Neshima, breath. It is the spiritual breath. It's like the oxygen of Klal Yisrael. It's the oxygen of the Jewish nation. You can't survive without oxygen, but it's more than that. It's the Neshama Shel Klal Yisrael, the Nishmas. The entire Torah through Shabbos 
gives us the ability to reach whatever Shlemus means in the physical world. We have a window into Shlemus. We need to look through that window. In fact, we need to walk through that window, walk through that door, that portal into Shlemus. Shabbos offers us that opportunity. So how can I get to that Shlemus? I want it. I want to be in that Shlemus situation. How can I do it? I keep Shabbos. You know, I went to shul last Shabbos. I said all the Shabbos tfilois. I didn't say the weekday tfilois. I made Kiddush. I had Lechem Mishnah. I wore my Shabbos suit. Is that enough? Did I get to the Tachlis HaShlemus yet? No, no. It's not enough. Do you know how you can reach the Tachlis HaShlemus? By treating Shabbos as Sholem. By having the whole of Shabbos. Sheva Shabbosois Tamimois Tihiyena. That's what the Torah is teaching us. Do you want to reach that status of Shlemus, of Kedusha? Yes, you've got Shabbos. It's your doorway. But the only way the doorway works is if you open the do door completely. How do you open the door completely? By keeping Shabbos bishlemos, by making sure that those Shabbosos are Tamimos. Vezehu oimroi sheva Shabbosos Tamimos Tiyeno. That's what the Posuk means when it says that you must have sheva Shabbosos Tamimos Shabbosos Elu. These seven Shabboses that we have between the beginning of Pesach and Shavuos, Shekoidem Kabbalah Satora, they come before we reach Matan Torah, Shavuos, which celebrates and commemorates Kabbalah Satora, receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai. You No aspect of it should be desecrated. No moment. There shouldn't be any what we call in Hebrew Hesachadas. Any moment when you're distracted from the purpose of the day, which is Shabbos, which is Kedusha, which is an aspiration to be a better person, which is an aspiration to be at the next level, that level which is the Matona Toiva that God gives us through the medium of Shabbos. And that is what is going to enable every Jew to reach the full Breadth and depth of Kabbalah Satora on Shavuos. And that is why the Shabbos that fall between the beginning of Pesach and Shavuos, they are the absolute headquarters when it comes to preparing ourselves for Kabbalah Satora on Shavuos. And another, this is another one of the great Slonima um, rabbinic dynasty from Lechovitz, he says, Divach vidivach, the week is like the week, Chod Shabbos. Because a weekday, doesn't matter what you do and you can try your best and you daven and you're eating kosher, of course, and you're putting on your talus and your tefillin or you're, you're making sure that if you're making challah that you did hafrashas challah and all the things that one does during the week, all the mitzvahs that we keep, the mitzvahs, the masim tovim, we gave tzedakah, all the things that we do. But divach is divach, he says. It's just the weekday. It's not enough. It's, it may be good enough for Tahira, but where's the Kedusha? Chot Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, he said. We have Shabbos. We have this powerful day of Shabbos where we can reach the next level, the level of Kedusha. In Meseches Shabbos, it says as follows. Everybody agrees. What day did the Jewish nation receive the Torah? It was Shabbos, that's when they received it. Because we know that the actual day of Kabbalah Satora 
doesn't fall on that day every week, every year, I mean. But we know that actually when it happened, the day that the Jewish people received the Torah was Shabbos. Everybody agrees. There's a difference. Some people think it was one date. Some people think it was another date. But everybody agrees it was definitely on Shabbos. That's because it wouldn't be possible to receive the Torah on any other day because that's the day when it, there's this element of completeness, of, of, uh, of being complete. And Torah is identical with that. Shabbos and Torah are identical with each other in that idea of completeness of Shlemus. And that's what it says in Tehillim. Perikutes, Torah Hashem Tamima. The Torah of Hashem is Tomim, is complete. How can we receive the Torah? It's the only way that we could ever receive a Torah and we could understand Torah and we can achieve the Kedusha of Torah. Not the knowledge, not the intellectual information, not the breadth of information that there is in Torah. There's so much there. We're not talking about that. How do you achieve the spiritual essence of Torah in your life? Only because we have Shabbos. Torah Hashem Tamima, Sheva Shabbosis Tamima is Tiyena. It's two words, identical words, used for, in two different contexts. One in the context of Torah, one in the context of Shabbos, and that's how we know that the Torah was received on Shabbos. We know that the Torah is the neshama of the Jewish nation, the Shabbos hibachinas neshama, and so too Shabbos is the soul of the Jewish nation. That's why they both have this word, tomim, tomimais, um, in connection with them. That's why, make sure. I know that uh, it's not yet Shabbos. I don't know when you'll be watching this. Today is Wednesday, but you could be watching this on Thursday or Friday. But make sure that the Shabbos, this week, this Shabbos, and the Shabbos that we still have left between now and Shavuos, that we're going to make sure that they're Tmimos, that they're Bishlemos, that, that we are working towards the Shlemos of Torah, of Kabbalah Satorah, through the Shabbos, the gift of Shabbos that was given to us. And Marumas Cain, Behem Shechaposuk, and this is also hinted at. In the, at the end of the Posuk, where it continues, Sheva Shabbos says, Tihienah, Mincho Chadosha Lashem. What does it say at the end of the Posuk? You will bring a Mincho Chadosha Lashem, a new Mincha to Hashem, a new offering, a new Korban uh, Mincha, a meal offering to God, which is talking about the Shteya Lechem. Mincho Chadosha Hi Hatoira. It's going to be a Mincho Chadosha, a new Mincha, a new level. Uh, um, why? What is the Mincho Chadosha? The Mincho Chadosha, which is achieved through Sheva Shabbosis Tamimais, is the Torah, which is complete. And that is something which is Chadosh, which is new, which is renewing. That is possible only through the Shabbases that occur between Pesach and Shavuos, during which we have the Yemei HaSafira. Mincha Chadosha Hi HaTorah HaKadosha HaDargosha Shlemus. Vasheva Shabbosis Tamimais Meviyais Yehudi LeKrafte Mincha Chadosha LaShem. It is through the seven complete Shabbases that we observe between Pesach, the first uh, day that we count, which is the second day of Pesach, first day that we count the Sphira. And it, we don't know when those Shabbases will fall. We just know that if there's seven weeks, there's definitely seven Shabbases. But by keeping them, by observing them, by using them, them as the vehicle, as the route to Kabbalah Torah, we can make sure that we can receive the Torah as a Mincha Chadosha through this Matana Toivali, Krafta Mincha Chadosha Lashem, to the absolute essence of complete 
completeness which can only be achieved through Torah and, uh, and which only can be achieved via the medium of Shabbos. We'll leave it here for today. Thank you. Thank you.